Welcome to the Essay for FA's Asset Allocator podcast, a series that addresses issues of current interest to financial advisors, including ETFs, asset allocation, and the economy. I am your host, Gil Weinrich of Seeking Alpha, and our topic this afternoon is what to make of emerging markets, the biggest loser among major asset classes in the month just ended. James Picerno reports today on Seeking Alpha that emerging markets fell 7.3% in May, the poorest performance among major asset classes. It's not difficult to seek a reason for this. The renewed escalation in the U.S.-China trade dispute has sent money to safe assets. U.S. bonds were May's top performer. And if you look at some of the key emerging markets benchmarks, such as the FTSE benchmark relied on by Vanguard's Emerging Markets ETF, you will see that Chinese stocks make up about a third of the index, so bad news for China means bad news for emerging markets investors. Moneyed interests are not usually steadfast in their investment commitments, and capital is mobile. What that generally means is that most investors flee bad news, while only a minority talk about opportunities to buy at attractive valuations, while taking to geopolitical analysis explaining there is reason for optimism about a U.S.-China trade deal. Despite having something of a preference for value investing, I take neither of these approaches because even if a trade deal were announced tonight, I can see all sorts of structural problems in Chinese and other markets. Rather, I would advocate a more nuanced approach to emerging markets as follows. First, what is the theory behind emerging markets investments? It is that economic growth has shifted to what were viewed as, to put it bluntly, poorer countries, albeit countries with more favorable demographic characteristics and rapidly growing capabilities and consumer expectations. And despite an uneven pace, with lots of ups and downs, this theory has largely been correct. Emerging markets have been where the growth has been. And yet, emerging markets investing has been an area where many investors have gotten burned. I think there is an important reason why this has been the case in the past and why it needn't be as big of a concern in the future. Namely, one must distinguish between emerging markets and emerging market investment products. These funds were quite crude 20 years ago. There was not a big diversity of products. The indexes weren't all that great, and investors didn't distinguish between one emerging market and another. A crisis in Thailand's currency in 1997 sent emerging economies down in dominoes, and the so-called Asian contagion eventually spread as far as Russia, Argentina, and Brazil. Today, however, we have ETFs that thinly slice and dice risk and reward. One of the best tools for examining these investment choices is Seeking Alpha's Country ETFs page. It warmed my heart to see that Brazil is the top performer, since my last podcast on the topic argued that Brazil would perform well. However, my second-to-last podcast on this topic argued in favor of South Korea, which has been one of the absolute worst performers. These things are not always easy to analyze. It seems that South Korea has become a primary victim of the U.S.-China trade dispute, in addition to other reasons for its underperformance. However, I think it is interesting to note here that while foreign investors have pulled billions of dollars from emerging markets, Brazil remains net positive and Colombia has attracted the largest foreign inflows. And thus, I argue that investors neither follow the crowd to the exit doors nor lie down while those running to those doors trample you. Rather, It is highly desirable to take advantage of today's tools to refine your risk and reward through country ETFs and to make sure you have skin in the game in markets where the growth is so much more robust than in developed economies. 
Thanks for listening. If you found this podcast useful, please leave a review on Apple or Google Podcasts so that others can discover this series. Meanwhile, you can contact me at gill at seekingalpha.com if you have feedback or requests, and make sure to subscribe wherever you get podcasts.